Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 455, Do You Need a Bigger Home? by Scott Allen Turner of scottallenturner.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Friday, welcome to Optimal Living Daily, a podcast with the crazy vision of bringing hundreds of blogs to audio for free, and sometimes even books. As for blogs, I currently read from a bunch of different personal development and minimalism blogs like The Minimalist, Mark and Angel, Derek Sivers, Steve Pavlina, Zen Habits, James Clear, and many, many more. And today is a newer author for this show, Scott Allen Turner. So with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Do You Need a Bigger Home? by Scott Allen Turner of scottallenturner.com. My friend Jeff is in his 70s and now lives the RV lifestyle. He and his wife sold his home, all his possessions, and now drive around in their 400 square foot house on wheels. He said something to me a long time ago, which still sticks. Quote, you spend the first third of your life wanting things. You spend the second third of your life buying those things. Then you spend the last third of your life getting rid of all the things you bought, unquote. You've probably heard before about parents who send their kids off to college. Okay, it's time to downsize. Most of us will own a place during our lifetime. So is bigger better? What was it like 200 years ago? I'll never forget my trip to the Ethan Allen Homestead Museum to see what life was like during the Revolutionary War. The original dimensions of the house were 34 feet by 24 feet, roughly 800 square feet. That's 74 square meters for my international friends. The family of five slept on a single mattress. However, the small home was situated on 1,400 acres, 566 hectares, the size of a small town. People got by. I don't think children complained back then about not having their own bed. Life occurred in a small house and they probably thought nothing of it. So how did we get here? The average size home is 1,000 square feet larger today than it was in 1973, while at the same time, family sizes are decreasing. Do any of these sound familiar? We need a bigger backyard for the dog. The kids each need a room. I need a room for my office. We need a bigger kitchen. We're too cramped in this place. We need to live where there are good schools. They are the things we tell ourselves to justify our desires to move on up. I've done it too. I wanted a bigger house because I wanted a bigger house. Katie and I bought our four-bedroom house when we had no kids and had no plans on having kids. And there were times I wouldn't step foot in some of those bedrooms for months at a time. I wanted a bigger backyard so I could landscape and have a garden. I wanted a formal office because I was tired of working out of spare bedrooms and sharing my space with a bed. And yes, we even wanted to live in a good school district because the house would have a better resale value. What did we really need? A roof over our heads. Everything else is a want. 
The mind is a funny thing. No matter how smart we are, we will talk ourselves into making a bad spending decision and look for ways to reinforce our choices. We need an extra bedroom because someday my family will want to stay with us. There are no hotels within a 1,000 mile radius and those five days out of the year for the extra $100 a month in mortgage costs are a good investment. I need a big backyard for the dog to run around. It's dangerous for me to be walking the dog at night when I get off work. This school district is more expensive, but those specific teachers who come and go every year will make our children successful. We must rely on the government to raise smart kids. Now, how did we really get here? From an economic standpoint, Cheap money for mortgages has allowed us to scale up our lifestyle and our homes, even at an early age. When I was 25, I bought my first home. It was three stories, had a full daylight basement, and 2,200 square feet. I was single with no kids. It was a beautiful home, but a money moron purchase to make given my financial situation. If you consider how we let society influence us, we're trying to keep up with the Joneses. My sister just bought a house. I should have one too. My coworker is getting a bigger house. If they can afford it, so can I. My friends are all moving into the up and coming part of town. I should too. In my case, it was a coworker that just bought a house. It's stretching our wallets too thin. Your friends might have careers that pay $20,000 more per year than yours. Maybe they got out of college with no student loans. Maybe they can afford the bigger home. Statistically speaking, they can't. 60% of all people in their mid-40s don't have two nickels to rub together. Like when I was 25 and the bank said I could borrow a bunch of money. It doesn't mean I should have. Just because someone can get into a new and bigger house, it doesn't mean they can afford it. It doesn't mean they sleep well at night. It doesn't mean they aren't stressed out about money. Chances are they are stressed out about money. Less home, less stress, more money. Homes cause stress in our finances. It's the biggest check most of us will write each month and you'll do it for decades. You will never stop dreaming of a bigger and better house. It's called the new house fever and everyone gets it. The cure is to find contentment in your current housing situation. What can you change about your living situation to change your sense of well-being? Maybe you need to redecorate or maybe you need to renovate. Maybe the kids need bunk beds. Perhaps you just need to throw out a bunch of stuff so you'll have more space. My mom lives in a 400 square foot, 37 meter squared apartment in a retirement community. She loves it. What do you want? For most of us, we don't need a bigger place. We want a bigger place. And that's good if you've run the numbers and it fits your budget. Some days I want a bigger place and some days I want a smaller place. Some days I want to stuff a backpack and walk the earth. Not very feasible with a family. If you're hit with a new house fever, take some time to separate your wants and needs. And keep in mind what my friend Jeff said. You might be in the accumulation phase of your life now, but someday you'll want less and that includes having less house at some point down the road. You could save a lot of money and movie expenses by picking out the kind of house you'll wish later on you had bought in the first place. You just listened to the post titled, Do You Need a Bigger Home? by Scott Allen Turner of scottallenturner.com. And Scott Allen Turner is a rock star, but he's also a financial rock star, having retired early and being out of debt with no mortgage for eight years now. He taught Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. He's also read over 200 books on personal finance. And I love his site because he has a bunch of great freebies and perfect getting started articles. For example, he has a save $1,000 in one week free seven day series and getting started articles on how to get out of debt, how to make a budget, improve your credit score, a bunch of other stuff. Pretty much all the frequently asked questions. It's really a value adding site. You can visit that at scottallenturner.com 
and Alan is spelled A-L-A-N. And I'll leave it there for today. I don't want to sound too much like a fanboy of Scott Allen Turner's. Have a great day. Thank you for being a subscriber and regular listener. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.